We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the best of the Joe Show. Running back some of the best audio you've heard here on 560 over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day. Give me a follow on Twitter at Dan Day Radio where we can get into the nitty gritty in just a few minutes. going to dive into some of the Joe Rose Show talking to former Canes quarterback and now... A guy who's doing some interesting stuff. We'll just leave it at that in the sports world. Kenny Kelly. Then the Dan Labatard Show talks to Fernando Tatis Sr. about his son and baseball's unwritten rules. Then Hawk and Crowder break out the brooms and sweep heat. Right now, let's break out some headlines. Despite hurting his shoulder, Jimmy Butler returned and helped lead the Heat to a sweep of the Pacers 99-87. Miami will play the winner of the Bucks Magic Series. Fall high school sports practice has begun in Florida. Football season can start as early as September 4th. The Marlins defeated the Nationals yesterday 11-8. Miami leads the Mets 3-0 in the third. Despite showing positive signs in practice, Tua Tagovailoa remains the number two quarterback for the Dolphins behind Ryan Fitzpatrick. Season opens September 13th in New England. Tonight in the NBA playoffs, it's the Jazz versus the Nuggets at 6:30. Utah leads that series 3-1. Then the Mavs take on the Clips at 9. That series is tied at 2. Usain Bolt has tested positive for COVID-19 after hosting a mask-free birthday party at his house in Jamaica last week. He is now self-isolating. And now, let's take a step into the day spa. (sighs) A girl in Greece had to be rescued after being swept out to sea while riding an inflatable unicorn. She should have known. Unicorns have magic powers. After having his water shut off, a California man used cases of beer to protect his house from oncoming wildfires. No! Alcohol abuse. A four-year-old in West Virginia recently hit a hole-in-one on a par three. Already, that kid has me beat athletically. Now on to weather. Tonight's forecast, cloudy with temperatures in the mid-80s. This morning, special treat on the Joe Rose Show. Talking to former Kane QB, Kenny Kelly, about High Lie. Yes, High Lie. Also, trash talking, playing multiple sports, and throwing the rock to Santana Moss, Reggie Wayne, Bubba Franks, and even more. By the way, man, what what a story you've had for playing two sports, 
not only playing a lot of games for the Canes in, in 98 and 99 for people who forgot, but also playing minor league baseball. You were a second-round pick for Tampa Bay and made it to the big leagues after stopping, uh, which is the ultimate goal. And now in High Life. I didn't even know you were still in town, Kenny. Tell me about how the heck you got into High Life. Well, I'll tell you what, you know, man, I, I, got a, I received an email about three years ago, and um, it was basically from the Habit family and the Magic City um, administrative staff, and basically with the ideal of bringing Highlight back, and um, but they wanted to bring it back with a little twist. They wanted to bring back some former athletes, not only former athletes, but they wanted to bring back some former UM um, athletes, and uh, I just thought it was a good opportunity for me to be able to uh, come back to my roots. I miss Miami. Uh, Miami is always, the city of Miami is always good to me. Uh, I love my UM family, and, and I just saw the opportunity for me to learn another professional sport. I remember my grandfather back in the day when I was young used to take me to Tampa Highlight there in uh, Tampa, Florida. So I have vivid memories of um, the game and when it was brought to me on, a, on an opportunity to be able to learn it and play on a professional level, I couldn't pass it up. Yeah, I was, I was just about to say, it's, yeah. it's one thing to, to watch highlight. It's another thing to get out there and actually play. Uh, what was the hardest thing for you when it, when, it, when it came to going out there and actually trying to, to master highlight? What was the hardest thing for you? The hard part about highlight is what really intrigued me. You know, um, the fact that, you know, learning this sport is not an easy sport. I mean, you're trying to catch 100 miles per hour a ball with a, with, a, with a wooden cesta, you know, basket. So um, I think the hardest part for me was the, I mean, I think for everybody else, is really just understanding the game, you know. Uh, the catching and throwing part for me was a little bit easy because I played the game of baseball. So, you know, it was kind of easy for me to read the balls, read the short hops and stuff like that. But, I mean, as these guys are getting better, you know, you just can't go out there and just throw and catch, man. You got to throw shots. You have to set guys up. You have to play. Sometimes it's a, it's a chess game out there, and it, and it just brings me back to my, my, my baseball days and my football days as well hey kenny the other part because i have played this game and and i loved it at dania highlight and and miami highlight when it used to be hot was you can't catch that ball directly at you it's got to be off the side because if that thing ever hits you as you know that it, it's real close to being over i mean it's got to be off the side making the the catch either off the back wall or or as you said the short hops well, it's all about placement, you know, being in the right position, you know, and putting yourself in the right position to be able to make the easy catch. Sounds easier than it, than it is, but the game, is, is it, it definitely helped me because, obviously, it gets me back into competition mode. You know, I'm still – I feel like I'm still young and, and just the, the competitive part of the sport and, and just the learning new friends and getting to know some guys, um, you know, I think that was the, the ultimate um, blessing for me. Hey, hey Kenny, who's uh, – of all the Canes that are involved now, because there's some baseball, former baseball players for the Canes, some football guys, who's the best of the group? Who's taking over as the new Joey? Oh, man, I, t- <laughs> I tell you – I would tell you this. Uh, somebody who really, really impressed me, he's – He's um, really turned around from season one to season now is um, Darryl Rose, you know, uh, a.k.a. Tennessee. You know, he was a national championship pitcher for UM back in the day. And uh, this is a guy that, that, that you know, first year or two was, I'm not going to say it was bad, but he was he was average. He was beatable, <laughs> that made sense. Now, uh, now you know, when you when you step out on the court against him, man, it's, it's, it's like playing freaking, you know, uh, a quiet inner court or something. You know, you know you're in for a battle. But uh, you have a guy like Tanar, you know, Davis was playing really well. and But most of the UM guys are playing really, really well. You know, season after season, 
we all continue to get continue to get better. And and so, is there, is there trash talking between you and the guys out there? There's got to be a little bit of trash talking, right? Oh, a little bit? No, it's a lot of trash. <laughs> you know, that's all I do, Joe, man. That's all I do, man. Hey, man, it's a lot of trash talking, but it's all in fun. But you know, that's that's those are things that kind of bring bring us back to our UM days. You know, the practices that we used to have at UM was so very competitive, and and I mean, you know, we 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 balled our, our butts off, and and it's the same here. I mean, you come to one of our highlight practices, you know, if it's me and Tanar Davis or me and Les or, or whoever, it's a fierce battle. You know, it's like, it's like we're out there, we're out there playing for, for money. And so, um, you know, yeah, but the, the competitive part about it is, is is great because all our UN boys, that's what we like to do. You know, we talk trash to have fun. So, Kenny, I, I got to take you back because there's a lot of parents going through this in, in a day now where one uh, the, uh, a child grows up and plays one sport. That's all they do. They play a year-round down here. You were a two-sport star athlete at quarterback and baseball. Would you do it all over again the same way, or would you have given one sport up earlier? I think about that all the time, and I tell you, back in the day, brother, I, I played four sports in high school. I won state in three sports. I had Division One offers in all four sports, uh, football, basketball, baseball, and track. I didn't have an offseason. I didn't have a lot of um, – hang out and girlfriend time, you know. Um, I was really focused on uh, what I had to do on the field and off the field. But um, I tell you, as a coach right now, some of the best athletes are the multi-sport athletes. And I always encourage kids to play multiple sports. And if I had to do it again, yes, I would do it again. Because here's all the factors when you say when you talk about playing multiple, uh, multiple sports. Every, each sport comprehends every other sport. So one sport can make you better than the other. And not only that, but it teaches discipline, off the field, um, relationships and stuff like that. And the thing, the biggest thing about being in sports and playing all the sports is that right now, still to this day, I have friends that I've met 20, 30, 40 years ago that I met on a baseball diamond or on a basketball court or on a football field. These are some of my, still my lone life friends that I met in Little League sports. Um, and if I wouldn't have been playing, I wouldn't have met some of the, my great yeah. friends I have today. I just was looking back last night because I totally forgot who you played with. How about throwing to Santana Moss, Reggie Wayne, and Bubba Franks all first-round picks in the same damn – are you kidding me? Man, I tell you, uh, I've been blessed, you know, in my career. Um, Not only in football, you know, like you said, I I, I mean, there was was times we were – my scout team, I remember my first week at UM, scout team, and – I think it was my first my first snap under the center in the scout team and I looked to my left, I got Reggie Wayne. I looked to my right, I got I got Santana Moss and I got Bubba Frames. And I looked behind me, I got uh Najee Davenport and Clinton Portis in the backfield. And then I looked to my right, I got Martin Bibler. And it's like, you know, all these guys at the time you didn't realize how great they were gonna be. And I, I just and I and I feel blessed. And you know, it takes me back to my back my my baseball days, man. You know, I, I played with some of the great guys. I played with King Griffith Jr., uh Ichiro Suzuki, Mike Cameron, you know, these guys, um I've been blessed wow. to be able to share a lot with Kenny, I hope you got some signed pictures or some baseball <laughs> cards out of that damn thing, man. You're a very unique situation, man, to, to get back into minor league baseball and make it to the major leagues, man. Just a, a really great story. So listen, man, we got to get out to Magic City Casino Highlight to see you now, man. Once we get you back healthy and ready to go, we want to see all those Canes guys. I didn't even know this was going on. Yeah, man, they're trying to get the word out. And uh, yeah, it's definitely exciting. You know, now with the virus going on, you know, they, they're, they're not having any fans or whatever, but I tell you, last season was was exciting season after season is more there was more fans coming a lot more people betting the sport is getting a lot more electric because we're getting you know better um the having it family and magic city is is nothing but first class i tell you i enjoy going to that place 
every day. They treat us first class, and um, you can't ask for anything better. Yep, it's the third stuff. season right now of Magic City Highlights running through November 30th. MagicCityCasino.com is the website, by the way, for more details. WatchAndWager.com is how you wager uh, on the mobile sites for it. But, Kenny, also, you know, in this world that we have fantasy football and fantasy basketball and fantasy everything, we now have fantasy highlight, which will uh, yep. will definitely help out in fantasy um it's fantasyhighlight.com, the website. You got to enter by Thursday. All the uh, the matches are from Thursday to Sunday. That's got to be pretty exciting, too, to, to start this whole new fantasy highlight thing and you be a part of that. Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. Just to be just to be the first crew that they actually get this thing started back up, this is something I can always tell my, my grandchildren and, 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 you know, and family and, and from generations on down, you know, and I feel blessed to be a part of this opportunity. And um, we're hoping that, you know, with our, a bunch of athletes out there, running around, throwing our bodies around, tearing ACLs, pulling muscles, you know, that, um, you know, we give the crowd um, the excitement that they really uh, need, yeah. you know, and that this really, that this sport can really bring. Kenny, thank you, buddy. It's great having you getting caught up on everything, man. Thank you so much. You get healthy and stay healthy, bud. Yes, sir. I appreciate it, guys, man. I love your show, man. I listen to you all the time, bro. You all are awesome and, and always appreciate Thanks, guys. Once an athlete, always an athlete, once a class act, Always a class act. Kenny Kelly right there with the Joe Rose Show. Joe Rose, once a class act, always a class act. And nah, I don't know about all that. Speaking of class acts, we've got some Dan Levitard action headed your way. When he starts playing at the, at the Little League down here in the Dominican Republic, I see him, you know, there's, there's something very, very special in this kid. Fernando Tatis Senior going to be talking about his son who is playing for the San Diego Padres right now and been quite controversial as of late. He'll explain about more of that in five minutes here on the Best of the Joe Show. Welcome back to the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio that you've heard here on 560 over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day, and happy birthday to the bassist, Gene Simmons, 71 years old. I could have played rock and roll all night, but I figured why not mix it up a little bit and give you a little bit of Detroit Rock City. Gene Simmons, huge tongue, huge marketer. Dude's done it all. Made some pretty big albums, too. So, happy birthday to Kiss. Gene Simmons, I'm sure he's finding a way to market his birthday right now and make millions and millions and millions of dollars that I'll probably never get to see, millions and millions of dollars. But, once again, 71 years old, Gene Simmons, you are the man. Dan the Man Levitard, he is on from 10 to noon right here on 560 Weekdays. Earlier today, he and the guys caught up with a guy who I used to watch when he played for the Rangers back in the day when I was a kid, Fernando Tatis Sr. I am now enjoying watching his son, Junior, do some bad things on the baseball field. And I don't just mean like he's a bad man. He does some bad things like breaks a lot of unwritten baseball's rules, which I kind of like a little bit. So, Fernando Tatis Sr. talks about his son, 
about the Padres, who his son plays for, baseball's unwritten rules, and then they kind of get into a Spanish-English conundrum. Uh, let's just put it that way. The Tatis family has handed down baseball over the generations, and one of the great young stars in the game right now is not on the line with but his dad is. His father is comes from our favorite time in baseball, 90s baseball. I don't even think I'm insulting him by saying the sequel is better than the original. Well, I think he I knows mean. that his son's amazing, and that's no offense to Fernando Tatis, who himself was better than his own father at baseball, because his own father came, uh, I think, uh, Fernando, thank you for joining us. Your own father, did he ever make it to the major leagues? No, thank you for having me, guys. But my father never made it to the major leagues. And so you... He only played AAA. And so he plays only AAA, but you get to the big leagues and you play with the Rangers and the Cardinals, the Orioles, the Mets, and the Expos. Uh, when did you know how good your son was at baseball? When they start playing. When he starts playing at the, at the Little League down here in the Dominican Republic, I see him, you know, there's, there's something very, very special in this kid. Because when he played with the, the other kids by his age, he was way better than So, you know, I see this kid is something that, that I got to keep my eyes on it. From that day, I believe that, you know, it was something very special in Junior. How does Fernando Tatis feel when his son is traded to the Padres for, you know, with an old James Shield? This is the bigger trade for me that AJ makes. Because Junior not even throw one professional ball yet, and he got traded for the guy that that been in the big league and been successful. So to realize, for make that trade, you need to have some very good eyes because trade a guy that never throw the ball and the professional, and who knows what Junior can be. I give a lot of credit to AJ because look at what happened to Junior right now. What do you make of the recent criticism of your son swinging late in games, hitting a grand slam? I think it's nonsense, the unwritten rules of baseball. How have you experienced the criticism, the recent criticism of some of the stuff your son has done? I look at it this way. I don't see anything wrong in that, and I don't believe and he did anything wrong either. And this game is about to scoring some wrong for win. And we play we play this game to win. They we made him they game. made him apologize, Fernando. Win. They made him apologize. They made him. Your son had to get out there and apologize <laughs> because all of these people are pre- protecting their precious game. His dad can't be having that. You don't like that. Let your son swing the bat up ten three. That's what we're looking for, you know? We're looking for something uh something good happen in the game. I don't believe the fans and pay for see players walking to the base. I believe the fans, the great fans, pay for something new happen every day. They want to see some home run. They want to see some people score. They want to see, you know, a player make a good play. They don't want to see uh, people walking to the base. And I look at it this way. What was the difference to hit a home run at the first pitch and to hit it to hit it? Uh, 3-0, Kyle. It's not different. It's not different. That's coming from a man with two grand slams in an inning. Thank you, Fernando. I appreciate you protecting your son, a padre, protecting a padre. Me gusta. Uh, Thank you for being on with us. We appreciate it. Uh, Thank you, sir. Hey, thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. All right. So, Fernando Tatis Jr., you saw the rage of a father. Did we... 
Did we uh, rub two sticks together to get on SportsCenter with uh, Outraged Father? Did we miss our window on uh, Outraged Father commenting on unwritten rules as a sports topic? I'll email it internally, see if anybody wants Do you it. think anyone will bite? Or that was last week's topic. We can't do that this week. We just, we just rubbed two sticks together trying to get Fernando Tatis Sr. in his second language to uh, rail against uh, unwritten rules in baseball. And he kind of did. Right? Yeah, kind of. I kind of dropped the ball. I wish I asked him if he had a Sean Connery. The thing that just happened there is by accident, we did fake Latino accents for an hour, and then he came on in his second language and tried to talk about his son, and I can imagine what the reaction to that is because yeah, it's mean. he's it's fighting mean. He's fighting his way through his second language. My father got, I don't know, my father got nearly a decade of that trying to do a show on television as a guy who's got an engineering degree, people just hammering him with how dumb he is uh, because... Uh, uh, he's trying to fight his way through on his second language. I asked Mike in the middle of that, and this is why this is difficult, Stugatz. Mm-hmm. I asked Mike in the middle of that, should I go to Spanish? And Mike sort of like literally wiped his hands of the whole thing. He's like, your call if you do that. Uh, and my Spanish isn't good enough for me to try uh, to interview him in Spanish and then try to translate what it is that he's saying without totally falling apart on the Look air. Look at that. We weren't willing to be as vulnerable in our second language because you grew up here in the United States as Fernando Tatis was so that was a cool idea and and uh, thank you all of you who I'm sure are being critical of that because uh, it's not the English language interview that you want but this is something that goes back a ways in this sport where you know guys come over here and they don't want to learn English and they have to get a translator sometimes and people think that they should learn English but when they try to learn English they're learning it in this country they're learning it when it's harder to learn because the easiest time to learn a language for the human brain is before six years old uh, a guy comes over here and tries to do these interviews a lot of times the latin guys both uh, distrust the media and are afraid to do media because they fear what happens when they do that kind of interview where they're trying to convey you know something as big as a uh, parental pride a father's right. pride of his son but it's hard to do in your second oh language. it's super vulnerable i understand all the spanish that's being spoken about me i can't even tell you the amount of conversations I've had in Miami where someone's speaking to me in perfect Spanish and I'm speaking back in perfect English. We both understand each other. We're both cautious because we don't like how we sound in our second language and we just don't even go there. So credit to the people that do. Ask him that same question about his son in Spanish, the criticism he's getting, and he will well, like those people. Well, that's the thing. Right. See, this is what I want. I yeah. wanted to do that with him, but I was legitimate. I'm not making this up. This is how it happened in real time because we bolted on that interview early and my guess is because Mike was uh, feeling it in sure. the other room uh, because uh, four minutes of second language you guys weren't abiding as an entertainment thing and I get that but what I'm telling you is that I went to college I studied languages plural I grew up in a household where my grandparents didn't speak English the primary language my parents speak with each other is still Spanish. I did not feel comfortable trying to do that interview, rescue it by asking him a question in Spanish that would then get a Spanish response and I would have had to translate it. I did not have the confidence to do that after 20 years of doing radio. I had to bail on that entire interview because I was too vulnerable to do it. I agree with you, Dan. Mi espanol es malo y moi francés. Is mal. Eh, com si, com sa. Let's just leave it at that. I'm like that. I can understand it well, especially like my Cajun grandmother and my Cajun mom. 
But speaking back, whoo, it starts turning into a one-way conversation. I usually probably sound pretty, 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 pretty dumb. Somebody that's pretty, 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 pretty smart. Hawk, along with Crowder. I don't know. It breaks up in my headphones. I don't even know if I'm on half the time. I try to keep the intensity. Okay, maybe we didn't sound like geniuses there, but you'll hear more of that and the sweet sweep the Heat had next on the Best of the Joe Show. This is the Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard here on 560 over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day and would like to wish a happy birthday to a member of the band that you're hearing right now, a band out of Great Britain by the name of the Claxons. This is their song, Golden Scans. Oh yeah, and the birthday goes to James Wrighton. He is 37 and he is in this band, the Claxons. Once again, Golden Scans. Always enjoy some good Brit pop. Claxons, Golden Scans, happy birthday again. 37 years old, James Wrighton. Always enjoy some Hawk and Crowder afternoons from 2 to 6 now here on 560 The Joe. Always having fun. What were the guys talking about today? Sweep, sweep, sweep. But there's a little bit of lag time. Solano's got that confidence probably because he's got us a heat, sweet, sweep, Montage for you. Crystal, Jimmy Butler says he only cares about winning. <laughs> he went to the heat. So I don't even know how those two sentences marry each other. First of all, Joy, they have two undrafted players in their starting five. And? They can't shoot. You think that was the right move to leave Philly and go to Miami for him personally? I think it's absolutely the wrong move. Jimmy Butler, look, I, I'm just going to be honest. My opinion, a very selfish move for him to leave a team when you talk about the 76ers who possibly had an ability to go and win, especially in the Eastern Conference. And then you go to Miami. Miami's not going to be better than Philadelphia. Playoffs? You say, you say uh, they may, maybe not. Does he make the playoffs next year? Well, that was determined, Amy, that that was a lie. No, <laughs> Jimmy Butler will not make the playoffs. Listen, Jimmy Butler's a great athlete. They're, they play. It's just two all-stars. And then nobody else who can shoot. Who can shoot. Who can shoot. Who can shoot. There right. is nobody in the Miami Heat who is significant unless they win. And Miami is not going to win. Kind of a loser move for me, but hey. Best of luck to you, Jimmy. Ball out. Here are Jimmy Butler and the Miami Heat in. Can book a vacation. I believe the Miami Heat will be going home in the first round. Crystal, Jimmy Butler says he only cares about winning. <laughs> he went to the Heat. They have two undrafted players in their starting five. Kind of a loser move for me. So guess what? If I have to eat my words, then he is going to have a first round exit. And Miami is not going to win.
Bring out the brooms. Bring out. <laughs> Live from American Airlines Arena in Miami, it's our broadcast of Game 4 of the Eastern Conference quarterfinals between Miami and Indiana, playing at the Fieldhouse on the NBA campus in Orlando, Florida. Duncan Robinson squares for three, and Duncan says, there it is, I got you from downtown. Totter, deep corner, Nunn's first shot. Welcome to the postseason, Kendrick Nunn with a three ball. Duncan Robinson, Robinson goes in, Robinson, and the Bam with a two-hand jam. And Bam slams it down. Totter along the baseline, Totter. In in the corner, Iguodala, wide open three, got it to go! Andre Iguodala with a big three ball, and Miami up by ten now. Totter, little step around, Totter into the lane, Totter, scoop shot, got it to go! Totter for Miami. Uh, he's learning what playoff basketball is all about, the intensity level, and then offensively, he's a serious weapon for us. Dragic. On the right wing, Dragic drives on Miles Turner, fakes it, puts it up off the glass, up and in! Got Turner too deep under the basket, heat up 95-87. And that is the ball game! The Miami Heat with a sweep of the Indiana Pacers with a 99-87 victory. Here tonight, Miami advances to the best of seven Eastern Conference semifinal against the winner of the Milwaukee Orlando series. We're confident. I don't want us to ever get comfortable. I want us to keep getting better every single day. 100% I think our team can get to uh, another year. That's from everybody. Everybody's got to pick it up. Now everybody's just got to be locked in and just prepare for this next series. The most important thing was we got the win tonight and, and we're able to close the series. And then as you, you know, move on, competition you know, raises and, and your game has to raise as well. Jimmy when he came to Miami. And loser move. Loser move. Losers <laughs> advancing after a sweep. We're all going to sing this together. You feeling it, Solana? Oh, you know I'm feeling it. You feeling it, Dan Day? Is Dan Day there? I'm here. I'm feeling it, baby. And no Crowder's feeling it. Oh, boy. Sweeping people. Here we go. You know what we say. Heat! 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 You're always late. Heat! I don't know. It breaks up in my <laughs> headphones. I don't even know if I'm on half the time. I try to keep the intensity. Can't seem to get that right, can we? Goodness gracious. Everybody's on lag time, so nobody knows when the next person's gone. I don't know. It's all confused. The heat's I think got that's it right, what makes though. it beautiful. The heat has heat's it right. has got it right. It's all that matters if the Heat got it right. Are the Heat better than we thought? Or are the Pacers a lot worse than people thought? Because I, uh, hold on a second. Heat! 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 Say it like a second earlier. Heat! 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 I have to go back on the podcast and listen to how bad it sounds. Because <laughs> in my headphones, I'm right on the I'm right on the the mark. Are are the Heat better 
than we thought they were. Like they're they're good. We knew they were good, but mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I said this to you yesterday. So I don't want to call Bam and Jimmy and Goran a big three, but they're a formidable three without question, right? Like yeah. that's oh for sure. They've got talent on this team, man. They do. Until there was early in the series, I thought the Pacers were a lot better than I saw yesterday. Right. You know, where there's like, is, is Victor really a star? I don't think the Pacers have. He a certainly star. didn't look like it in this. Uh, well, Sabonis is really good, but he's That's, been injured. But uh, Oladipo did not look good in this series. But his timing may be off because he missed so much yeah. time too. Yeah, we're gonna see now because now we get the big boys. We have to wait no more. We're about to get the big boys coming up here next series. But Hawk, I think I think the Pacers weren't that good. I don't. I don't want to bring down our our heat, love, and our excitement. But the Pacers but weren't that good. I will say uh, the Bucks don't scare you, do they? No. Can can the Heat be do they scare me? Giannis scares me. Because Giannis sure. can go crazy. Sure. Do they scare me where, hey, this series is just over, you know, let's hang it up. Good good season. Hell no. Hell. Right. No. Like like they're they're not gonna roll the heat. I don't think there's no. any chance that the Bucks come in and roll the heat in four games. No way they sweep them. Yeah. I'll put I don't I don't know if anybody takes that bet, but no way they sweep them. Uh Solana, you wanna get headlines? Because we got a lot of stuff to get to this afternoon. Today's gonna be a loaded potato. Obviously, we all bought our broom brought our brooms because of the uh sweep, but let's get headlines here with our own Alejandro Solana. Yeah, I bought my broom. What would you say brought my boom? I said bought my broom and then I, I changed it to brought my broom. Okay. Good start there by you. All right. I mean, I didn't think it was that. Uh, I, I didn't think it was that uh, egregious an error. It wasn't exactly like going out and renting an ascot. But go ahead. Montage oh, every damn day. Now you're getting right? sassy. I know uh, this isn't where we probably would have thought we'd start today, since the Heat swept the Pacers yesterday. There's a lot of NBA news, but I feel like this is important news around the world. Uh, Lionel Messi, widely considered one of the greatest soccer players ever, Barcelona star. Barcelona has confirmed that Messi has communicated to them that he wants out of the club. They are confirming that news today. So big news in in the soccer world. I know you guys don't care, but that is mm-hmm. that, that is LeBron James. <laughs> oh, but that is LeBron James no. telling. No, I get it. I get Cavs, it. But you, also, like, you, but you nailed it with "We don't care." Yeah, no, I know. Correct. I know. But I mean, this is this is Boom. LeBron James, James Harden. Like, this is the biggest star in the world, arguably. I gotcha. Saying I gotcha. he doesn't want to play anymore for the club that he's been at since he's 14 years old. I mean, this I'm is, like, this I'm is like big news. Jack in The Shining. I, I've just been typing over and over while you've been giving that story. I don't care. I have sheets and sheets of paper. Say <laughs> I don't care. Isn't Messi old? He, he's not. The, he's not that dude anymore. Is he's old? No, I mean he's he's, he's not old. in his. This is Michael Jordan. I, no, he's sucking me wizards. into this conversation. I don't care. I don't. I don't really don't care. The, the Heat swept. The Marlins won. We're gonna figure out if Messi's old or not. I don't Hawk, care. When my, when my kids come and tell me about something that happened on a cartoon, I listen and I kind of give them some feedback. I'm trying to give them Solana the eight the eight year old nine year old treatment. Goodness. Let's get to the Miami Heat. Yeah. Swept the Pacers 99 to 87 yesterday. Four game sweep. First series win for Miami since 2016. But Unfortunately, guys, the big news, Jimmy, he has, according to Spolstra, a soft tissue shoulder injury. We saw him leave yesterday in the game. He returned, but clearly wasn't himself. Uh, The Heat are saying no MRI is needed at this time. 
All right. And he's going to have plenty of time to get better, too, because I think that, that we're not going to start till what, Saturday, maybe, at the earliest? At the earliest, because the NBA released their Friday schedule and the Heat weren't a part of it. So we're not, yeah, yeah we're, we're looking more, more likely than not at a Saturday or maybe even Monday start time for round two between the Heat and what we expect to be the Bucks. Hawk, you, right. asked me about, you asked me about fear. I fear the Heat going without Jimmy into Milwaukee. Correct. I mean, that, you don't want to yeah. go into, into uh, Milwaukee or Boston, right, after uh, yes. after what you saw, what Jimmy did here. Like, you need Jimmy and Gorin. Like, you need – I mean, you saw uh, Indiana without Sabonis, right? I mean, you you lose one of your superstars. It's a, it's a totally different team. But, I again, if they're, if they're not doing an MRI, and he came back and played in the second half, like, so he, he's definitely got a, a little bit of a, a shoulder issue, but he's going to have four or five days to get better. Like, it, it's perfect. You said the Marlins won, and they did. They beat the Nationals 11-8 to eight yesterday, guys. They take three of five games versus Washington. Did your testicles drop overnight? Because, I mean, you're coming out the way you're even announcing it. Marlins won another. You, you've got something going on. You put me in my place quickly. Like, what, what happened? Um, I mean, uh, this is my no. job. I take it serious. You guys know that. You got a little whoopee. You got a is little Is that what happened? Now. Is that what happened? <laughs> he got a little whoopee. Because he's, I mean, he is rolling in this club like he owns it. You mentioned the Marlins won. Marlins did win. Your old lady, she, her day off was today. Y'all had a night last night. Come on now. We're all boys here. The Marlins, they begin a four-game series versus the Mets today. It's a doubleheader, fellas. Game one is at 5.10 p.m., followed by game two at 8.10 p.m. I think you may have had a doubleheader yesterday. <laughs> hi Solana got that confidence. I like it. I like it a lot. I've got confidence in the Dolphins quarterbacks, Fitzy and Tua. Fitzy, he recently talked about Tua. Yeah, he's doing a great job, and it's – you know, I, I know it's your guys' job to look at and evaluate every single day and every throw, but, uh, you know, it's it's something for us as quarterbacks and for me, I just like to see progress. And sometimes it's not necessarily a completion, but it's the thought process and making sure the ball's going to the right spot at the right time, you know. So there's not – this sometimes there's not going to be – some things are not going to look pretty, but it's the right decision, and that's, for me, a step in the right direction. Sometimes you're going to see a long touchdown or something, and it wasn't necessarily the right play. So uh, you guys are going to laud it, but maybe it wasn't, you know, what we're trying to get done. So there's a lot of different parts of the evaluation process. And for me, I just like to see, you know, first of all, confidence and, and make a mistake, get out there, um, you know, put it behind you and go play the next play. And I like that a lot about them. And then Secondly, just the progression of uh, is he going to the right place? Is he going on time? And we're making a lot of progress in that area too. And um, I think that's the offense in general and everybody getting a better grasp of it as we're moving forward. Uh, receivers are doing a good job beating in the right spot and quarterbacks are doing a decent job in finding them as well. September 13th, Dolphins, Patriots. You can hear it right here on 560 The Joe. Had a bunch of tea today because the coffee machine's not working at the radio station, but I'm feeling good. So I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to go take a walk, go watch some sports, maybe watch some Netflix Down to Earth with Zach Efron and some Trailer Park Boys episodes, you know, culture, and then get ready for tomorrow where I'll be back 6 o'clock to do it again with you on the Best of the Joe Show. Later, slug. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball 
your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.